0: Brighton Talk Sex, the sex Sex. education we never had at school. You're listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Sponsored by She Said Boutique, bringing to you the finest selection of designer lingerie, burlesque fashion, adult toys, and erotica. Welcome to Brighton Talk Sex. This morning, with my croaky voice, <laughs> I'm here with Julia. And Julia's going to talk to us about consent. Morning, Julia. Morning, Michelle. So I was feeling whether you could begin by just explaining, describing to us what you mean by consent.
1: What do I mean by consent? Well, that's a good question, um... I think that the word consent has been flagged up recently. Mm. Um, It's been flagged up on an almost daily basis at the moment with our um, political chaos in in England. Um, But it's also been flagged up on a broader level with the whole Me Too movement. Um, for me, it's been flagged up in my life and different communities that I move through, like in the conscious sexuality community, for example. So, um, I feel like we've had opportunities. We have opportunities to keep, keep questioning what is consent. So, So sometimes when we, when we use the word consent, I think we can think that, um, consent is kind of like something we we go out and get externally Mm. a bit like a document a piece of paper we sign so you agree to do a podcast with me we sign a piece of paper and then that's it it's written in stone Mm. but actually um a, a healthy form of consent and the way that I'm using it is actually much more kind of fluid than that um and so I also like the word agreement because mm-hmm. I think that brings in more of a kind of humanity to the word consent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel that consent, um, we were speaking, consent kind of creates some resistance for me. And when you say the word agreement, I can feel myself, that feels a softening to that and that feels more manageable. mm I feel like to make an agreement with someone mm. um, feels more human, like you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you're talking about agreement and, and consent, mm. is this more of a a verbal communication rather than this thing we've found ourselves lost in this written, well, these written documents. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm. Um So I yeah. think where. Well, it's, it, it, like everything, it depends on the context as well. Mm-hmm. So I suppose I'm approaching the word consent particularly um, from a more human level mm. and um, because I work with people who want to transform their lives or want to have better relationships or perhaps better sex. <clears throat> so using um, consent in the conscious sexuality realm, um, then I... I'm referring to it as, um, as a thing that we'll say two people might approach together. So it's not that I'm trying to get something from you. Mm. It's that we both approach this thing we're calling how to reach consent or agreement. Let's keep agreement there as well, because it seems Mm -hmm. more friendly. Um, so how do we kind of, um, how do we approach that together? And there's certain tools that would aid that, Um, like a really big, a big aid or help could be simply pausing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So when we each take a turn to talk about what's relevant for us in this um, discussion of agreement, that I really take a breath sometimes, that I really come back to, hmm, is this really feeling good for me right now? And... Was there something else that I wanted to bring here into this agreement? Um, and then if I gift that to myself, that breath and that pause, I mm. also gift that to you because we give to the other what we're able to give to mm. ourselves. Mm. And so then that way that we go on our consensual agreement discussion and um, adventure or journey becomes more spacious and incorporates listening as well
0: Mm. so asking for pause um is giving us the space to check in that what we agreed is still is still okay for us is that what you're saying and and how then we can move from that pause together um so this is a more of a relationship thing That agreement and consent is is a collaboration absolutely yeah absolutely yeah and um Is pause something that someone would actually verbalise? Would they need to say, I need to pause, or simply the word pause so they're not adding too many words? How how does this work?
1: Again, it depends on the context. So um, certain groups that I run, so I've been training in something called Mm -hmm. the Wheel of Consent, which Mm -hmm. probably some listeners have heard of. It's become much more popular in the last few years. So... So yeah, when I'm running a Wheel of Consent um, workshop or session, I will I will consciously use the word pause, absolutely. I'll say, um, actually tune into your body in that moment before, um, say, you're expressing what you want. Just mm-hmm. um, allow it to come more from the body. So often our mind thinks it's very clever and it knows everything, mm. <laughs> and it gets it gets a lot of the reins. Let's let, yes. let's face it, it gets a lot of the reins in mm-hmm. our culture. But um, the mind, well, as they say in in the east, the mind is a useful tool, but the, mm. the mind should be um, backed up by the heart. Mm. So when we just kind of recognise the mind, let it be there, and just take a pause come back into the silence and come back into the body we might be surprised that some other desire or some other um wisdom shows up it's Mm. like actually maybe we can do it like this and Mm. then I express well how would it be to do it like this would how do you feel about that
0: Mm -hmm. yeah sounds beautiful Mm. also um I was just feeling when you were saying that often our our mind or our head will be saying yes and yeah, our body is like, no, <laughs> and unless we do take that pause, then we're not gonna notice that our body is actually mm. withdrawing, mm. retracting, and then we're mm. still, you know. So, I suppose it, it creates not just trust in others but trust in ourselves. Mm. De- definitely. And I like
1: that word you just used, noticing, mm. because if we were going to put some key words in to paint this canvas, mm-hmm. so our first word might be, after the subject of consent and agreement, might be the pause. And the second key word might be noticing. Mm-hmm. Um, and noticing is really relevant. And, and noticing, yeah, how does my body feel when mm. this request is made of me? Can I notice, is there an expansion, is there a contraction? Where, where do I feel that? Mm. What's my body actually communicating? Oh, my body's communicating a response here. Mm. Um, yeah, yep. so noticing. Yeah.
0: yeah. When you are saying that and, like, holding your body the way you were, it just, to me, just looks so important and valuable for people to check in with their body first because also I feel... It would ease the pressure of what we think we should be doing because I think we can get stuck in um in relationships, whether they be work or sexual as you say that we think we're obligated to mm, absolutely um, that's
1: a, that's a huge one mm. and um why you know why is it that because I a lot of people tell me they don't know what they want or they don't know how to ask for what they want which mm. is obviously very relevant in agreement and consent, because mm. if you don't know what you want, you don't know what you're agreeing to. Mm. Um, so why is that? And um, as, as babies, as we grew up, we, um, we didn't have the capacity to respond verbally, obviously. So things just happened to us, mm. you know, I, and I think you've talked about this in some of your talks, mm. but things just happened to us and, um, and we got touched all the time. Mm -hmm. non-consensually I mean we we, we had to we were vulnerable we needed care Um, but it gets embedded in our nervous system that this is the norm Mm -hmm. and then if we don't um, investigate that as adults then it still become then it still is the norm and then when somebody touches me um, I don't necessarily feel like I can respond to that because I'm so used to going along with I go along with it. Okay. Um, Unless I start to pause, I start to notice,
0: Mm.
1: and then maybe I also start to verbalise, actually, that kind of touch isn't feeling great for me right now. Mm. And it might be, I really need you to take your hand off my body, Mm. or it might be, Oh, I really love that you want to give me some touch in this moment, but would you be able to do it much, much slower, for example?
0: Or, mm. yeah. Also, I suppose if it's more conscious, it also gives you the, the uh, opportunity to receive it better, rather than just be normal. That we can totally receive that touch. Mm. Say. Mm. yeah, yeah. So, um, if someone listening um, mm. really doesn't know where to start, because you've covered so much, like. <laughs> No, I hear you of people saying, I don't know what I want. So maybe that's the first thing. How do we begin to know what we want? That's when, I don't know, so much is we're more or less told what to want or mm. what's the norm or mm. like you were saying. So how would mm. we begin to explore what we want for ourselves? Mm. Good question. Um <clears throat>
1: Well, lots of ideas are popping around in my mind now and, and safety is one of them. Mm-hmm. So when we start to create more safety, um, it really impacts our nervous system and we have more self-regulation when we look after ourselves. So let's just keep it really simple. When I When I sleep well, eat well, exercise, mm-hmm. I tend to feel much better in myself. Oh, and let's add in some, um, some social <laughs> contacts because okay. we all really need that.
0: I thought you were going to say boogie then. So what? <laughs> A boogie. A boogie, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's bring
1: that in too, dancing. <laughs> but whatever it is that makes me feel good will um, tend to be kind of... Well, let's say the things that really are nourishing me and genuinely are regulating my nervous system,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: creating more safety in myself, then I tend to have more ability... To slow down
0: mm-hmm.
1: as well as also be functional or or be quick, I have the capacity to slow down and to know when I need to go inside or to relax mm-hmm. um, and it's really by doing those things then I can start to notice what do I actually want mm. um, so again, in groups i 'm inviting people through sometimes pretty simple practices to get people back in the body mm-hmm. because it's through the body that we feel yes we're always in a body mm. but if we're constantly following the um dictate of the mind then we may not be aware that we're, <laughs> we may not be aware we're in a body so uh. it's just like shifting the perspective a bit and starting to this word noticing that you brought in is so relevant noticing mm. What do I want? And then these new habits start to get created in our life. Parallel with that, our brain's actually changing. We start to create new pathways. And so if I get used to asking myself, um, or I I begin to ask myself, what do I want? Then the next time I'm out in the world and somebody asks me, it's like I've already been practicing. And it starts to become more and more normal, easy, Mm easy. I know how to ask myself, what do I want? Mm.
0: And therefore, you know how to ask others. Yes. For what you want. So, like, you just picked the key word, safety. Yeah. If you know you want safety and you're able to maintain that in your own environment, you feel safe, then you're saying, and then there's an the opportunity for them to, to be creating that in our environment, in your external environment mm. as well. What mm. keeps me safe outside? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... For someone who doesn't know what they want, the key would be to start with possibly safety. Because yeah. it's something that we all desire, really, yeah. yeah, feel safe. Yeah.
1: So how, how do I feel safe? Noticing, <clears throat> oh, when do I feel most safe? Or mm. when, when would be a good moment in my day-to-day to feel most safe where I could then check in with myself? Mm. What, what, what do I really want? on a yeah. broader level in my life? Or what do I really want in my relationship? Or mm. what do I really want in my work life? And, and for me personally, writing can help as well. It's mm-hmm. like, um, but you know, people are different. We respond differently to our human abilities and our senses. But for me, writing helps me process. Mm. <clears throat> so I might sit for a while um, and, then, and then write. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so you're, you're looking no, like it's, just like, or... yes, no it's just like recognition yes I do the same oh. so this is every morning just waking up and checking in with myself of what I want for the day mm, great <laughs> um, yeah so there's an opportunity to make that as a possibility for my life to feel that way um, so yeah it's this, this wonderful thing that you're saying always it's, it's the feeling feeling what we want it's not mm. This thinking, thinking about what we want. Because mm. I think if we've been taught to think what we want and we start thinking, you know, the houses and the cars and mm. <laughs> the relationships. But that's different mm. to feeling, what do I need now? Mm. What do I want now? Mm. Definitely. So, yeah, totally different dynamics that you're sharing. Yeah. Um, and exp- with us and enable us to experience what you're sharing. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um,
1: can i add something because um you you said something that then triggered another thought which was um you were talking about um if i know what i want in relation to somebody else Mm. so then that thought was if i'm in the habit of um noticing and accepting honoring my own desires then when i hear your desires or your wants in the agreement whatever it is I tend to be more respectful of that I tend to then be able to notice and hear what Mm. you want Mm. but if I'm not able to have that capacity and I'm not able to express what I really want I'm still going to have desires because Mm. as humans we still have we all have desire um but if I'm not able to approach that with you in a um agreeable, calm, coherent way I'm going to mm. try and get what I want from you in some other way mm. and that could be like convincing you that what you want actually isn't very good <laughs> and that maybe I can convince you to want what I really want
0: without mm. even
1: actually asking for what I really want
0: mm.
1: or maybe I try to manipulate you into wanting something different Mm. Um, there's a whole host of other ways I could try and get what I want from you, which is not on the route of agreement, coherence, (laughs) friendliness, uh, and probably not a great way to reach a resolution um, or or a fun outcome even. Mm. Yeah.
0: I hear when you're saying that then that the more we're unable to check in, and hear what we want, the more we're able to respect what other people want. So it's that thing again of um, what we give to ourselves. We're able to give more authentically to others. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: and and now that brings me back to the word safety. Mm-hmm. So when I honor and communicate my own desires, honor and notice your desires. We are co-regulating together. We Mm. are building um, safety together. Mm. And then, you know, I hear so much about people kind of blaming the world, blaming the politics, blaming Mm. the, you know. But how do we create the world that we want exactly Mm. like this, actually? Mm. If everyone was taking a breath, saying what they really wanted, really honouring the other person's desires and wants... And, and creating these agreements, my God, can mm. we just actually, actually, can we all just picture a world like that for a moment? If mm. everyone was doing that, that just blows my mind, actually, because yeah. it could be, you know, wonderful. But we start here; we start at grassroots mm.
0: level. When I hear you, uh, your words, then um, it really brought up the word relationship. And also that poem with Rumi was There's no wrong or right, I'll meet you in the field in the middle. It's something like yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but just that wonderful that not one person is wrong or right, but there's this wonderful relationship in the middle. Mm. And Just mm. you speaking, then really felt that as an opportunity and a possibility for everyone. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: Thank you. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love Rumi, and it's really nice to bring in. Sometimes bringing in the poetic analogies is very powerful. So I, I like that.
0: Mm, your words painted it out, isn't it? That's what she's saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, also, language can get in the way. Um, I'm feeling so. Is there simplicity? To this, you know, maybe in the will of consent is the language that is used very simple, or is it a conversation, or do you teach very simplistic um, words around agreement, and consent? Because you mentioned pause. Yeah. <clears throat> so do you explore how yes? Do you explore how no? Mm. Or do people Mm. verbalise a lot Mm. more than that?
1: No, that's that's a great question as well. Um, So there's the possibility to work with conscious touch in the wheel of consent. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say the possibility because some people say... Some people wrongly believe that the wheel of consent is about conscious touch. The Mm. wheel of consent is actually about inquiry and choice. Mm. So, if somebody chooses not to have conscious touch, then they're not going to be consciously touching. They're not going to be touching. (laughs) So, the reason I bring that up is in response to your question. Um, So, if I'm um, inviting a possibility of conscious touch in the in the room in a Mm. workshop. Um, it's really nice to do exactly what you said, to bring the language and the simplicity down to a kind of um, clear minimum. So, for example, um, if two people have engaged in some conscious touch, like holding hands or um, feeling the other's hands, which is something that we do sometimes in the wheel, um, at the end, we just invite them to take a pause, look at each other, mm-hmm. and for one person to say thank you
0: mm-hmm. and the other
1: person to say you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Um, and the reason we do this is because um, it really clarifies who is doing what to who, who the gift the gift was for um, because then the deeper that we go into the wheel or conscious touch, it can actually get quite confusing. Like, oh, was I touching her hand for my pleasure or your pleasure? And and people sometimes have given the other one the gift Mm. of touch, but then they get confused because they also enjoyed it. And then Mm -hmm. they say, thank you. And that's not bringing clarity. So we just we just invite people to say, "Thank you, you're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> um, and sometimes they're like, "Oh wow, yeah, that was actually for me." Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm slightly straying into another area now of like <laughs>
0: yeah. there's the action and, and there's just, a, who it's
1: for. But yes, <laughs> we we back to your question. Yeah, um, there were there were times when we. Get very um, clear with the language and, and keep it really, really simple. And it's more about um, being really present, basically, than mm. speaking a lot. Yeah,
0: because even those words, yes and no, are yeah um, hard for some of us to mm. feel comfortable saying. Mm. Um, because of the reactions or responses that we may get from our yes or our no. It's huge. Mm. I'm a
1: big advocate of the capacity to say yes or no. Mm.
0: And or even j- when we say no, it isn't actually received yeah. as well. To, to, when we say no, that the person, other person doesn't even hear it as a no. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Mm.
1: I heard somebody so recently no is a full sentence mm. i quite like that yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> wonderful because i think that's what i was trying to say when often we have to then explain why mm. it's a yes or why actually more why it's a no exactly. and excuse my french why the fuck should we we're like yeah. if really feeling a no and no why do we need to add a story or yeah, a, yeah. an explanation around our no yeah
1: absolutely and exactly what you just said again um we bring into the wheel sometimes so like is it a yes or is it a no Mm. we don't need to explain it you know and I don't need to know why somebody doesn't want to dance with me in this moment it's like Mm. if I can respect their no I don't have to take that personally actually more than that I can thank them for their no because for whatever their good reason they are taking care of themselves Mm. you know and for me if i have a friend who sometimes says no well it brings more trust because then i know when they say yes they actually mean yes Mm -hmm. if they don't have capacity to say no Mm. what does their yes mean
0: yes does it mean anything
1: Mm. does it really mean anything yes Mm. and no or on the two different sides of the same thing we have to have access to both for them to be meaningful
0: Mm. that's a really beautiful way of putting it because we've been taught that no is pretty much a bad word (laughs) and if someone asks you give and yeah so much conditioning around this so much conditioning so much conditioning Mm. great to and to not want to hurt the other person see their rejection or whatever their story is that comes up they're wounding um, so with, it's great to have the offering, space to investigate this that. stuff yeah. so if someone says no to us mm. it is for them, to us to feel into you know did, was what comes up is it respect for that no and well honouring that person their no and like wow that gives me permission to say no Yeah. Um, Or even like checking into where did that no hurt, Um, that we can do that as well, like Mm. witness what's going on for us from people in the will of consent. (laughs) So um, noticing what arises for us when someone says no. Absolutely. Mm. And, and
1: you know, it is vulnerable. It Mm. it can be vulnerable to Mm. say no. It Mm. can be vulnerable to receive a no. But, Mm. hey, it can be vulnerable to say a yes.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) You know, it's vulnerable to be real (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) But ultimately, it's got to be more worthwhile, you know. I mean, in in personal relationship, when we, um, or let's say, um, if we're sexually engaging in personal relationship, um, some people say it's, you know, it's not, It's not sexy to bring in consent and agreement and stuff, but actually you take a pause, check in, talk about what I'm really wanting. Maybe there's some vulnerability there, but Mm. then it breeds intimacy. Mm. So in that context, consent, agreement can be very sexy Sexy, because intimacy brings more closeness, more curiosity, more adventure. Mm. And from what I've heard, most people would like that. Yeah, but they don't want the vulnerability. It's like, well, come on, guys, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you want it all? Mm.
0: Let, let, let's
1: let's investigate it all then. The mm. vulnerability, the no, as well as the yes, as well as the I feel fantastic.
0: Mm. Yeah. When you were talking, like the yes and the no, as really aware of, like it brings more juice mm. to life mm. and like a full entry into um that's and that's just what I see (laughs) see when I'm looking at you. It's just like fully yes, I'm in life and with that yes I'm able to say no as well. It just feels like a Mm. full arrival just hearing you looking at you. Thank you very much. I I too have
1: been on my journey, you know, Mm. and honestly I was very shut down as a child um almost didn't speak for a couple of years at one point. I was that shut down. I was definitely not in my know. Mm. And I didn't know what I wanted. Mm. Um, and, and life has woven a particular journey where I've had opportunity to have the space to really ask what do I really want and how do I really want to show up? So, yeah, I, I, I'm very happy today to say... But I'm 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 feeling extremely engaged with life and fulfilled, and it's really a lot of it is down to exactly what we're talking about today. Yeah. Mm. and it's it's an unfolding journey. I keep learning. It's like you don't stop with this kind of stuff. No, we keep discovering more and more. Mm. So I I love that.
0: Yeah. I feel that keeps it juicy too, mm. you saying you know, why would we want our yes and our no to ever stop us from learning? Because that's also a juicy life Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And and more present. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it just feels this yes and no and Mm -hmm. pause. It's so valuable. Mm -hmm. So valuable. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So I
1: hope partly from people here in this podcast today that the word consent can kind of become more interesting actually mm. I do mm. think it's very timely and you know with some of the things that have happened like traumas and things that have been expressed on me too. too, okay it was a difficult road to get there but we we've got this kind of fruit from that on a kind of cultural social level now that we can talk about consent, we can talk about consensual agreement. Mm. Um, and I, I really hope that people will start to just... that 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 becomes more normal, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: These things, they get chaotic because they need to break and be restructured. Yeah. That's yeah. what the chaos does. It breaks something yeah. or makes something very aware that we need to change it. Yeah. So... what you're sharing is really valuable for this Mm. this time and I Mm. you know sincerely hope anyone listening starts to play with their yes and their no and most certainly their pause yeah
1: and and I just want to bring in that it's relevant to all relatings Mm -hmm. you know whether we're sitting on a So for doing a podcast, whether I'm with my lover, Mm -hmm. um, whether I'm with a work team, whether I'm playing more heartily in BDSM, Mm -hmm. consent and clarity becomes uh, really, really essential. Mm. So I run conscious kink workshops as well. and so much of it actually is is again about what we're talking about. It's not mm. so much... I mean, of course, yeah, people can have fun and sensation and play, but mm. so much of the work is about this slowing down and coming back to, ah, oh, what is it that I really want? And, wow, mm. oh, am I able to express that? Do I want to express that? Mm. And then seeing how that can be met and then finding agreement... So, yeah, in conscious kink, this stuff is really important. And without this stuff, it's probably unconscious kink. And I think they're worlds apart. Absolutely. But, yeah, the point was um, any relationship, um, consent, consensual agreement is um, Mm. so important.
0: Mm. I can um, imagine I'm on... my kids coming to talk to you now <laughs> Mum keeps saying no yeah. <laughs> What have oh. you done to her? <laughs> I've been let off from that
1: relationship in my life I don't have kids so, um, That's yeah. a big one like, no. That's Children. a one. huge Hear no huge. and
0: say no Huge
1: yeah. yeah I can just feel some compassion around that I don't speak from experience with that
0: <laughs> oh, Beware, they're coming to find you <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there anything you'd like to say to close? Any tip or?
1: Ooh. I don't know. I I, I think that last one much. about the consent consensual agreement spreading through all relationships in our life, um, and also it's like what what we practice in each moment, what we practice in each day of our life is what we become. And it's not just some airy-fairy idea. It's actually mm-hmm. what we become okay. at the level of the nervous system. So when I learn to create more safety in my life, I literally I literally build up or start practising in that safe part of my nervous system. So mm. I, my synapses are firing more in that part of the nervous system. So I literally create safety in me. And then I'm taking whatever I practice each day and each moment out into the world and that touches the people around me. So I'm either creating safety and agreement or I'm creating something else.
0: Mm. Beautiful. <laughs> makes you a very calm person. And, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: not always, trust me. No, <laughs> yeah, but <thank> just to <laughs> know
0: that you have a safe to say yes and mm. no and then extend that out mm. um, Yeah, Mm. it's a wonderful gift. Mm. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you, Julia. Thank you. You have been listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Audio hosted by Michelle Roberton. For more information, please visit brightontalksex.com.